Alright, good evening everyone, that's right, good evening, and welcome to the pre-stream podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of January 2022. I'm Darkside Phil, and I welcome you here to the pre-stream. It looks a little different for some reason. What's going on? Like, is it just me or is the lighting slightly different tonight? Hmm. Maybe, just maybe, it's because I am here much later than usual. Uh, as you all, I'm sure, know, I regularly do a full day of streaming, and I start with the pre-stream podcast. It usually begins around 11, 11.15 a.m.-ish uh, Pacific time. Usually runs for about an hour to an hour and a half, depending on how much we have to talk about. And then after that, you get a good three-plus hour chunk of gaming with a break thrown in there. Uh, then I take a break where I usually have dinner and do things around the house. Get a little bit of rest some days, not every day. And, uh, oh, Jasper, hello, hello. Haha, <laughs> what you doing, buddy? <clears throat> he came out of nowhere. He surprised me, actually. Hello, Jasper Cutie. You okay? What's going on? Oh, I see. He's got a friggin' scab on his head. Scratched too hard. I was like, what is this? I was petting him. I felt something. It's a scab on his head. All right, anyway, so... Yeah, uh, usually I do a full-on first stream, a break, then I come back for a night stream, and usually the night stream doesn't turn on till around 6.45 uh, p.m. Pacific Time. And then I, I do gameplay for about two to two and a half hours, and that's the night stream. And that's my full streaming day. So usually it's, you know, full-on setup, whole hour to hour and a half of a podcast, three hours of, of, of gameplay, a break, then another two hours of gameplay. It's a lot of stuff on stream in one day. And today, that didn't happen. Today, I did have a full day scheduled, and it didn't happen because of extenuating circumstances. And the thing is, any other content creator out there for them to have, a, oh, they can't stream today, or, oh, they're taking a break from a stream or whatever, is actually kind of normal, you know? Uh, but for me, because I am so consistently here every single day, even through, you know, a lot of people have said over the last two years, through the pandemic, that the consistency of my content has, you know, helped them through it, to know that there's a staple thing that's going to be there, dependable, every day, uh, has actually been a massive way to get entertainment and or kind of unplug from the stresses of real life, everything going on in the last couple of years. And I appreciate that. Today was a situation where, eh, shit happened. Um, and there's not much I could really do about it. Now, of course, I know the, the, the big question on everyone's mind is what exactly happened? Uh, can you give us full details? Can we talk about it at length today? Because first of all, I don't usually do the podcast like this at night at all. Usually the podcast is in the morning, right? <clears throat> and uh, it's not. Tonight it's it's a late stream and we're actually, I started the stream uh, earlier than I usually would start a late stream. Typically I start my late stream around 6.45 p.m. It's an, it was around 5.30 when I turned it on and right now it's about 5.45 p.m. So it gives me an hour. Hmm. It gives me an hour to work on the podcast and actually be able to relax and talk with you guys and have an intro to the stream. There will be a normal night stream of Halo Infinite multiplayer tonight, okay? Um, what's going to happen is essentially this is going to bump everything one day. Today was supposed to be the premiere of Condemned Criminal Origins as a major playthrough on my streams. It was going to be the first stream today. And then the night stream was going to be Halo Infinite. Well, that's all bumped once. So now tomorrow will be Condemned. And that means that originally it was supposed to be, I believe, more Skyrim. Uh, that was supposed to be on Thursday. Well, that'll be on Friday now. It was supposed to be more Resident Evil on Friday. Well, that'll be Saturday now. You see, everything is... The day streams all are getting pushed back one day, okay? 
here's the thing, it's not that big of a deal, because I wasn't in the midst of any new releases anyway, we're doing all old-time playthroughs, right, we're doing all games that I've played in the past, and this is my second time playing through them, or in the case of Condemned Criminal Origins, a very old game, that I'm actually going to give it a shot for the first time, so... It's not a huge deal. It's not setting us back a ton of time. It's not, and in reality, it's not going to affect the streams overall in the long term at all in a negative way. But I do want to tell you guys, listen, I definitely apologize. I'm the kind of guy that I like being able to be here every single day. When I tell you I'm going to be here at the time that I say I'm going to be here, I like being the consistent guy you guys can depend on to be here to make content for you every day. I treat this like any other 9 to 5 job. A day that I'm not here is a day that you guys are like, what happened? Where's Phil? And I understand that reaction. It was funny because, like I said, most other content creators, they're, oh, oh, they're not just going to be here again. They're going to be late or they're not going to be here today. Oh, well, big deal. Whenever they're back, we'll come back. For me, it's kind of like a big deal. Everyone's like, whoa, where's Phil? What's going on, right? Now, to answer the question, am I going to tell you exactly what happened today? The answer is no. Um, I've told you guys many times in recent streams and content that it seems like the more personal information that I reveal to people on the internet, sadly, it all gets twisted and used against me for the purposes of harassment or whatever, okay? Um, what I can tell you is what it's not. It wasn't the recurring ear infection. Thank God a lot of people were worried that my ear infections had come back, especially after not having one for a year. To hear that it might have come back, a lot of people were actually really worried about that. No, the answer is these headphones or neck phones have worked wonders. I've not had a single issue with either of my ears you know, at all, and these neck phones are great, so this is a great thing, absolutely a great thing, okay, so I'm very happy about that, that uh, it's not the case, and the neck phones have actually proved to be kind of a solution, okay, uh, it's not anything with Jasper, Jasper was literally just here a minute ago, Jasper is healthy and happy and has nothing going on, so you don't have to worry about that, because some people get worried whenever there's something going wrong, oh, could it be Jasper is the problem, is he sick, is he not feeling good, no, Jasper is fine, um, and I can definitely tell you that it wasn't that I got arrested and I had to break out of jail. Because there was absolutely no way I would have been able to put together enough C4 to blow open the prison wall and escape and be back here in time for the night stream. So it's definitely not those three things. Now what else could it be? I'm not going to say. Because again, it seems like every single time that sadly I reveal information about myself or private stuff with my family or things going on behind the scenes, it always gets twisted in a negative way. So quite frankly... Uh, <clears throat> quite frankly, I think, uh, we're going to basically just move forward positively, alright, we are, we're just gonna move forward positively, and we're gonna have a good time together on the stream tonight, we're not gonna dwell on the fact that I wasn't here for the earlier stream today, it sucks, I hope that it's something that won't affect future streams as well, hope that it was just kind of a one-off thing, alright, it sucks, it does, it sucks, but it is what it is, it's life, okay, now, now, here's the thing, and this is just me being very honest with my audience, okay? This sets me back because I am a content creator who is here every day, you know, set doing certain content. And, you know, I make a living based off of crowdfunding. It's based off of you guys coming and watching the content, having a good time, supporting said content. And then me going ahead and putting out said content. And then if you like what you're seeing, you're having a good time, you support it. Whether that means by liking the live stream you're watching right now because you're really enjoying it, you're happy to see me here, better, you know what they say, better late than never, right? So liking the stream, that helps. If you're watching this on-demand video, like it, right? Leave a comment, right? All that helps tremendously. Obviously, if you can support uh, in other ways, 
For example, if you would like to become a channel member or do a super chat or a super sticker or leave a tip, all those things help. And the other thing that kind of sucks is yesterday was my day back from break. And this week was a weird week because my break was a completely different time, right? It was a, a very, very different time than when I would usually go on break. Uh, I usually go on break around Wednesday-ish. And this week, it was not Wednesday. It was Monday. And it was great, but when I came back yesterday, I definitely noticed attendance was a little bit low, uh, and support also was on the lower side. Not to say it was a horrible day, by no means was it a bad, horrible support day or anything like that, but it definitely was on the slower side, especially because this so far in 2022, attendance had been quite great, and so had support. And all of a sudden yesterday, it was slowed down, and I'm like, uh-oh, is this because now the schedule change is going to throw a monkey wrench into everything? I don't know. So that being said, okay... Um, for, so that, all that being said, if you like the content tonight, please support it. Listen, I know this is not the usual time I do the pre-stream podcast, all right? But we are going to have a segment at the end of the podcast where I do shout-outs for anyone who contributes during this pre-stream. I'll answer questions and whatever, as if it were a normal pre-stream earlier in the day. After this, we're going right into Halo Infinite multiplayer. We're going to jump into more ranked matches, because that's what I qualified for last time. I'm in gold four now, and I'll see how much higher I can climb. I'm not saying I'm going to do that all night. Maybe I'll end up going back over to, like, big team battles if it works, because it apparently still needs to be patched. They haven't fixed it. Uh, maybe I'll do Fiesta mode to try to unlock that other armor set for that special event. We'll see, but it's going to be a fun late-night stream um, of uh, Halo Infinite. So, yes, and, yes, Cat is fine, too, because now people are like... Well, Phil, you brought up Jasper, and you only brought up yourself. What about your wife? Is she okay? Yeah, trust me. I'm telling you, we're all fine. <laughs> we're all okay, all right? It's nothing... This is what I mean. People, they have to think of every situation. Oh, my God, he said Jasper's okay. Jasper's not sick. That's good. But what about Cat? Is Cat in the hospital? Is Cat having a baby? What's going on with Cat? No, nothing. Nothing like that. It's ridiculous. People going crazy trying to speculate about nonsense, okay? Real nonsense. <laughs> okay, but as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, it's not like... Because I didn't do an earlier stream today and because support was on the slower side yesterday. I'm not going to increase support goals tonight. I'm not going to double up on the rewards. I'm just going to say it's a normal night stream. What can you do? Just hope for the best. Hope that people will enjoy, chill with me, have a good time tonight, and actually support the night stream in a, in a, in a, a good way. Okay? Now, let us now move forward uh, with the schedule for the rest of the week so you guys know what's coming up. So tomorrow will be Condemned Criminal Origins on the first stream, okay? Then tomorrow night will be the Game Pass event. The Game Pass night where we're going to be playing two games under Microsoft Game Pass. Now yesterday, I set up a series of polls on the main channel page of DSP Gaming that you guys have now been voting on for about 20 hours, alright? And I can tell you guys, here are the games that are currently in the lead. The games that are currently in the lead are as follows. Sniper Elite 4, Dead Cells, I Am Fish, and Serious Sam 4, okay? Now, first of all, these polls are still open for a while. These polls are still going to be open for, you know, till tomorrow night. So you still have roughly 24 hours to vote if you have not voted on these four polls yet. So just because I just mentioned those games does not mean that those games are guaranteed to be played at all. It could be completely different. In addition to that... Each one of the polls has a completely different number of voters. Poll 1, excuse me, poll 4 had 1,100 votes. Poll 3 had 881 votes. Poll 2 had 763 votes. And then 
poll one had 909 votes. You would think someone would just vote, 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 vote. Why is it that hundreds of people only voted on like one and then some voted on two but not the others? That's very weird to me. That's very confusing. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. But anyway, um, what I'm going to do is tomorrow during my break between the streams, I'm going to sit down and look at those four polls and I'm going to say, okay, which games were actually voted on the most? So what I need to do is not only... Uh, not only look at the four winners, but also out of the four winners, which are the two that got the most votes? I have to actually do the math. Like, oh, it's okay. 50% of 700 something votes is how many? And then count them and then rank them against each other. Okay? So, we will know as of tomorrow night, but those are the four games that are currently leading. It does not mean that in the next 24 hours, we will not get hundreds more people going to vote on those polls and that those polls will won't flip. They could. But I'm just saying those are the ones in the front runner. And if you haven't voted yet and you're like, oh, I would actually prefer that one over those other three, you should go vote. You see what I'm saying? Go vote now. Don't let your voice not be heard, okay? All right, so tomorrow, that's why I said tomorrow, Condemn Criminal Origins on the first stream and a Game Pass night on the late stream where we'll be playing two games from Microsoft Game Pass um, for an hour each. If they go well, great. Maybe they'll become full playthroughs. Let's find out. Okay, so then on Friday... Then it will be a major stream of Skyrim Anniversary Edition on the main gameplay stream. And then the late stream on Friday will be Street Fighter. My old school Street Fighter throwdown session every Friday night. Saturday then will be Resident Evil 4. And that will likely be paired with the next late night session of Halo Infinite. Okay? Then Sunday. Well, Sunday's kind of up in the air. Because Sunday we could do more Condemned Criminal Origins and maybe even finish the game. Because for what I understand, the game is only about six more hours long. So maybe in two sessions we can actually beat it. Or if you guys really, really enjoyed one of the late night streams games from Thursday, maybe we could actually start doing a playthrough of that on Sunday instead. Okay? Or maybe something else. I don't know. I'm leaving it kind of open. Maybe people just want more Skyrim. They're dying for more Skyrim this week, so you do another session of Skyrim. Right? We could do that too. Um, and then I'm also leaving Sunday night open. Sunday night could be many different things. Again, it could be one of the games from the Game Pass stream. It could maybe be the return of YouTuber's Life 2, a game that I only played twice since the time that I bought it way back in October, right? So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we could have some good variety over the course of the weekend. Now, Monday is supposed to be my day off. If anything changes between now and Monday, I'll definitely let you guys know. But I am hoping that uh, Monday will be the next day uh, that, that I have off from streaming, and we'll go from there, Okay. All right, so I have a few things to talk about uh, on pre-stream today. Now, in particular, yesterday was my day back from break, but I had so much game news to talk about yesterday that I forgot to do a segment that I like to do every single week on the pre-stream podcast called Phil's Day Off. Now, being that it's already late and we started the stream late tonight and everything, I'm not going to do a ginormous segment about my day off. That was Monday. But what I would like to do is just give you a follow-up to a couple of things uh, that happened the bright week before and give you a few updates and things like that. So if you guys remember, last week's day off was kind of a pain in the ass. I told you guys how last week's day off, we ordered food. The food got monstrously delayed to the point where it took almost two hours to get the food. And then when the food showed up, we confused the cream, the whipped cream that was supposed to go on French toast with a sour cream that we had no idea they'd even included because it shouldn't have been included. 
and we, my, my wife put sour cream all over her French toast, and it was completely inedible. It was just a humongous fucking mess. It was a, a waste of money and time. It was incredibly frustrating, okay? So that was the la that was last week, okay? Um, now, this week was Monday was our day off, and it was weird because usually we don't have a Monday off, okay? Usually it's Wednesday or whatever is our usual day off, and having a Monday off throws things off a little bit. We didn't even feel like it was a normal day off. It was very odd. And my wife had actually been quite tired because, like I told you guys, she has a new work schedule, and the new work schedule kind of threw her body for a loop. And what she's trying to do now is adjust to the new work schedule because it means she has to go to sleep at a different time and wake up at a different time. And she was just feeling completely run down. So for the second week in a row, we basically didn't go out. We just stay, kind of stayed home, and I went out and ran errands and did the stuff that needed to get done. Um, for the second week in a row, I went grocery shopping, and the store was nearly empty. And from what we're to understand, what's actually going on here in Washington State is quite bad. There's a combination of factors going on all at once that are negatively affecting a ton of shit. So first of all, there was a major pass here in Washington. I don't exactly know what it's called, Snoqualmie Pass or something like that. I probably butchered that and got it all wrong. But apparently there is like one major driving pass here in Washington State where most of the tr deliveries and truckers drive through. And I know that sounds weird. Why would there be like one place that everyone goes through? Because wouldn't that create like issues or bottlenecks? And the answer is, of course, yes. If you're all going through one area, there's going to be problems, right? It wouldn't make any sense to all rely on one small area to do everything. That's really dumb. But like I've told you guys over the past couple of weeks, it sounds like everything in this state that's set up is just incredibly fucking dumb. Like, it just seems like they have absolutely no way to prepare for any kind of uh, adverse stuff going on. So we get, you know, two inches of snow on the ground, and all of a sudden, uh, all the stores are empty. Uh, no one can get supplies. No one will deliver food. Uh, no one will... will the, the fucking garbage company won't pick up your trash. It's really bad. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, well, there's two inches of snow out there. But this is kind of how it is here uh, in Washington is we don't usually have inclement weather, nor do we usually have anything that kind of screws stuff up. So there's no backup plan. Now, I know that sounds dumb. You're like, well, government, the whole point of government is to have things in place to help you when things go wrong. Like, they're, they're supposed to be the guys in charge. They take in money with taxes, and they're supposed to have budgets for this kind of stuff. But apparently here in Washington, our government is completely inept. So I go to the grocery store, and half the store is empty again. Like, again. And I'm like, this is bad. This is the second week in a row. And this is not the pandemic hoarders going in there and, and mass buying things. It's quite the opposite. It's just things are not arriving at the store to be sold. And you can hear people asking the workers, and even the store manager was out in the store at the store that I was at, talking with customers, basically saying, yeah, so this, this pass, this major delivery pass, apparently saw record amounts of snow and inclement weather. This is much for, far, much farther north than I am here in Washington State. Okay, way further north, and they get more snow, more ice, and stuff up there. Okay, so essentially, what happened was this pass got so backlogged because it was closed for an extended period of time, like a whole week, that now all the truckers are trying to go through it at once, and basically all the stores are very lucky to get anything. As soon as they get something, they're rushing stuff out to the shelves, but no, most stores just don't have uh, full stock on anything. 
uh, which is terrible. Obviously, people want to be able to buy stuff. They go to the store, there's nothing there. The shelves are empty. Like, what the hell is going on here? Um, pretty stupid. Now, there we go. Sorry, I'm just taking care of a little bit of bullshit. There we go. So, all that being said, I got as much as I could. You know, they didn't have everything that we wanted, so we had to make some substitutions or whatever. But I think, actually, we've been quite lucky that they've had a lot of stuff that usually we would buy, and they haven't run out. While, in a lot of cases, I'm noticing completely empty shelves and things, it's usually the stuff we don't get. So, we're kind of lucky that the things that we're buying are the things that are actually in the store. But how long is this going to last? The pass is now open. It's now been open for, like, the half the week. But they're so backlogged. The other thing is... From what I'm to understand, there's a bunch of stuff going on uh, in regards to truckers nationwide that there's like a trucker shortage. And it's a variety of reasons. Like, I guess, you know, the Omicron wave of, of coronavirus has gotten a lot of people sick. I guess a lot of truckers apparently are in wage disputes. There's just a lot of shit going on now, apparently, that it's making it not normal. Okay? Um, which is weird, obviously. But... What can you do? There's not much you can do about it. You just, you, you make do with what you can get and what you can do, right? So anyway, I did I did the grocery shopping. I had to get some pet supplies, yada, yada, yada. Oh, I went to the pet store. And I go to get litter for Jasper because he's out of litter this week. And normally we get uh, the clean paws style litter. This is the one that's very low tracking because if we don't, he tends to track the litter all over the house. And so you're, you're just walking, you feel the sand under your feet. Like, what the hell? How did this happen? You know, you lay on... You go, you go to, you're going to go to bed. You lift up the comforter and fucking litter's flying off the comforter. What happens? Because it was all stuck to his paws. So anyway, um, I, I go to the store. They have none of the litter that we usually get. I got the, like way in the back, in the corner, there was one that's supposed to be some weird scent, hemp seed oil scent litter, but it's clean paws. And I was like, well, I'd better get the one that doesn't track and make sw smell weird than one that's going to track all over the house. <laughs> you know? Um... So it is what it is. Uh, you know, I got that. It was, let me put it this way. It was a little bit more difficult to do the normal stuff that I needed to do, but at the same time, it wasn't impossible. All right? Um, it was just more annoying. One thing that actually improved this week, so we decided to order food from a place that we, we usually get food from is a really good place. The food showed up, no exaggeration, in 20 minutes. The driver was excellent, knew, read all the instructions, delivered the food immediately. It was war like piping warm. When it showed up, not piping hot, but piping warm, it was actually the warmest, freshest food we had ever had delivered to the house, ever. We couldn't believe it, how good the quality of the food was and how fast it got here. It was the complete opposite of the experience we had last week where it took two hours to get our breakfast and then there was sour cream smeared all over the French toast, okay? <laughs> um, but one, of the, one funny thing happened, okay? One funny thing happened. So, one of the, the, the foods that we got was spicy. And Jasper Kitty loves to smell food when we get food delivered, and he's all over it. Now, we do not, we absolutely do not feed Jasper human food. All right? There are some people, they're suckers for their pets. They give their pets food off their kitchen table all the time. Oh, here, have this bite of the, the dinner we're having. Have this, this, it. That's the worst, literally, the worst thing you could do for your pet. Cats, dogs are not supposed to be eating human food. There's spices and herbs in there that could make them sick. Fat levels, sodium levels, things they're not supposed to have. And if you do that, seriously, that's that's just in my opinion. 
that's being completely irresponsible with your pet to just feed them food off the table, okay? That doesn't mean Jasper isn't interested in the food that shows up. He never gets any, but he's very interested. So he's trying to sniff the food. He's trying to... So basically we ate and I walked away because I was starting to clean up. I start put that, you know, maybe got a little bit of excess food we're getting rid of. We put it down to... We have a garbage disposal to do it uh, or a food disposal to do it in the sink. And I'm cleaning everything up and Cat literally gets up from the table, turns around to grab like a tissue or something. She had to blow her nose. Jasper jumps on the table... And licks the spicy food. And his face, he goes like this. And he jumps off the table. <laughs> and he's like shaking his head. Shaking his head because he licked spicy food. I was like, dude, well, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> so that's why we tell you not to eat the human food. It's not for cat consumption. He's freaking out. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And he starts licking, oh, because he's trying to get the burniness off of his tongue. So he's like, oh, 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 trying to get it all out of his mouth. <laughs> I felt bad, but it's like, what are you going to do? I, I told him a million times when we were eating, don't get on the table, don't eat the food. He snuck it while we were walking away for a second, you know? So it was funny, but it was actually in the entire time that we've had him, okay? Um, it's the first time ever that he's really snuck anything like that, and, and especially the first time he's probably ever had a, a taste of anything spicy. So now, maybe, because this is what cats do, they associate different reactions with different behaviors. Will he now associate, oh, if I jump on the table and try to sneak their food, it's going to be spicy and something I don't like and I'm going to be freaking out, right? If that's the case, maybe that's good because then maybe he won't try to do it, right? But obviously, we prefer to not him not do it at all, right? Um, it was just very silly that he did that and that was his reaction to it. But first time ever, he had actually had a, like a taste of some of the food we had delivered and then, whoo, ends up being hot and spicy, so... Anyway, that was pretty much our day. And then, of course, my, my wife, uh, Kat, played some Skyrim, and I watched her play some Skyrim. And I, I did talk about that yesterday, that she's playing Skyrim, and basically everything she's doing in the game is completely different than what I've done so far. And I've been playing for, like, 12 hours, and literally I don't think we've done a singular mission that's the same besides the intro. We went off in our different paths and did different things. And outside of the just going to the Greybeards initially, I don't think we did the same thing after that. We just we went out and, and did completely different things in the game and that's the cool thing about Skyrim is there's no there's no set path, no set order. You go out and just wander around and do shit. It's very fun in that regard. So <laughs> Okay, so that was the day off. Now um a couple things to talk about here today. Uh some game related, some more personal related. Personal related. So I have a follow up to a story that I told you guys a couple weeks ago. If you remember a couple weeks ago it was right after Christmas and I told you guys that we had four to six inches of snow. And everything in the state here shut down completely. And then, several days later, everything had melted. There was no snow on the ground. And we ended up getting two more inches of snow. And the whole state closed again. And in fact, our garbage removal uh, company contacted us to say, we're not coming to take your trash. Now, to give you guys some perspective on this, our garbage only gets picked up every two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks of trash saved up and recyclables. All saved up. So we've got two giant cans where we put these things in bags and pile them in there so that they build up, build up, build up for two weeks. And then after two weeks, we go outside with the cans and then they come and pick it up. Some weeks, I'll be honest with you, having a cat with cat litter and everything, we have more trash than can fit in the can. So there are some weeks where there's excess and I build that up and then every once in a while, I personally go to the dump and I dump 
the extra trash, and I have to pay to do that. It's not free to just dump your trash. You have to pay extra money to dump stuff at the dump, okay? So, the reason I bring this up is because two weeks ago, it was our two-week day to have our trash picked up. Now, this is after the holidays, after Christmas and everything, when everyone's cooking more, having more... Have, you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be more natural trash around the holidays anyway. And our company reaches out to us and says, oh, guess what? We're not picking up the trash because there's two inches of snow outside. Inclement weather is preventing us from getting your trash. But what we will do when we come back in two more weeks, so that's a whole month to wait, okay? When we come back in two more weeks, we'll pick up a month's worth of trash in one visit at no additional charge. This is what I get. At no additional charge, I'm paying you for this week and you didn't come. So you better not be fucking charging me additional to pick up what you didn't get this week, right? So everyone put their trash out. It was snowing that night. It covered in two to three inches of snow. We all had to lug our trash back into our fucking garages, all right? Because they wouldn't pick up. Wow, that's really responsible of them. Now, I basically was saving up the trash and I was arguing, you know, in my head, should I go to the dump or not? Should I go to the dump or not? Because I had this weird sinking feeling that... Even though they claimed that they were going to come back and do a double pickup, that something was going to go wrong. But I convinced myself, I said, no, why am I going to pay money out of my pocket to go to the dump when they claim they're going to come and pick up all the garbage in two weeks? I should just not spend the money and wait and have them pick it up like they claim they're going to. Okay? So there you go. Um, so guess what? Tomorrow is trash day. Okay? And today... I notice I get an email from the city of, uh, of Renton. That's where I live. It's a, it's a suburb of Seattle. And the email reads as follows. The trash company that picks up for all of the city is having a labor dispute. Okay? They basically, all the drivers are on strike. And no one's getting their garbage picked up. It's unclear if or when the labor dispute will be solved. So, if you have trash right now, save it. And the city will be working with other people or, and other companies to try to figure out a solution. Because there's no one, essentially no one's going to be coming to pick up trash. Like, wait a minute. But they didn't come two weeks ago. And now it all starts to make sense. It does, when you start to really think about this now. Like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. First of all, just to make this clear for everybody, okay? I fully support people having the right to stand up for themselves and unionize and try to get the best for what they deserve for the job that they're doing. You know, picking up trash is not an easy job, nor is it a very rewarding job. I'm sure it's a very menial, tedious, and risky job with a lot of physical work. You probably risk hurting your body, uh, going out there, picking up waste that's disgusting and may have, even have medical shit and stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like, it, I'm sure it's not a great job where it's like, oh, I'm so happy to go to work every day and fucking do this. You know what I'm saying? It's not a rewarding job. Like, I come to work every day. I'm thrilled to be here on stream with you guys. I'm sure they're not... How many of these garbage men and women are jumping out there? Oh, I can't wait to pick up all your shit that you fucking threw all over the curb. I can't wait. It's just so exciting, right? So I support the ability of, of labor unions or whatever to, to go on strike and, and have them st stick, stick up for, for the rights of the workers or whatever, and to get more if they feel like they deserve more, okay? But the thing that, that gets me is, 
You know what this tells me. Two weeks ago, when they couldn't come to pick up the trash because there was two inches of snow, they lied. The company lied. That's not what happened. They were in a fucking labor dispute. And they made up the excuse that the inclement weather had created some kind of a situation or a backup that they couldn't pick up trash because they were hoping that their labor dispute would have been resolved. So that in two weeks' time, when it's time for your double pickup, now they'll be coming and ready and everything's fine. They basically lied. They fucking made the whole thing up. Because how did it make any sense they couldn't drive a giant fucking dump truck to your road to pick up your trash when it's two inches of snow on the ground? It doesn't even make any sense at all, right? It's just... <laughs> it, it's complete bullshit. And that really drives me nuts because if I had known this, if they had just been honest two weeks ago, okay... Then I would have said, okay, I'll go to the dump. It sucks. I got to drop money out of my own pocket to throw out my trash. But what are you going to do? That's life, right? When life gives you lemons, you you complain about it because you don't like lemons. You prefer limes or oranges. But what are you going to do, right? You just fucking stomp the lemons and, and get on with life. So, all that being said, um, you know, now what do we do? Right? What the fuck do we do? Because now I have, I'm not exaggerating, a month of trash I have built up in my house. I, my garage is starting to smell. At this point, you know, we have a cat with kitty litter and shit that's been building up for a fucking month. And it's all in the garage. So now what's going to happen, I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to smell all week. There's nothing we can do about it. And then Monday on my day off, Instead of actually do fun things that I should be doing on my day off, I'm going to have to make a disgusting trip to the dump, a month's worth of smelly fucking trash that I'm going to have to take to the dump. By the way, everyone else will probably be doing this too because no one can get their trash picked up here. There's no other company to do it, okay? Um, so literally, I'll probably be waiting in line for hours at the fucking dump to throw out trash that I'm paying to have removed, Okay? So, yeah, it's not it's not very pleasant. Uh, it's kind of messed up. And quite frankly, uh, I think that they need to start stop dicking around out here, okay? Like I like I said, it seems to me here in the state of Washington, the government is set up that everything works fine if everything is going fine. But the moment that there's something weird that happens, oh my god, things aren't perfect because there's some inclement weather or there's a labor dispute or there's this or that, there's literally no redundancies and no backup plans. It's just, oh well, everything's fucked now. You deal with it. No, wait a minute. Me deal with it. I'm the person who lives here. You're the government. Every time that I go buy something in the state of Washington, there's a tax on it and that sales tax goes to the state. We don't have income tax here, but we have one of the higher uh, sales taxes of all of the country. When we go to buy things like gas or liquor or things like that, the tax is insanely high on that. That's how they make their budget and their money here. So if we're paying taxes, we should be fucking getting something back for it. And when you tell me, oh, there's two inches of snow on the ground. No one will pick up your trash. Oh, by the way, there's a labor dispute. No one will pick up your trash. Oh, by the way, we had no backup plan if something went wrong with the company picking up your trash. There's a problem there with the government. There's a problem. It's called, they're not doing their fucking job. They're lazy. And that pisses me off. All right, it does. So I'm hoping that there will be some kind of a, uh, you know, some kind of a, of a, of a resolution. Um, don't know if there will be. Besides, you know, 
go dump it yourself, or maybe there'll be a freak day or two. Oh, go somewhere you know, yeah, in the middle of nowhere where we don't even, you know, you never heard of it, and we'll let you dump a bag of trash or something stupid like that, right? So it's just annoying, and you know, I, I'm venting a little bit, obviously, but what's weird to me is that I hear you guys talking, and some people are like, "What?" First of all, what? They only come every two weeks to pick up your trash, but where I live, they come every week. And other people are like, what? Like, isn't isn't it supposed to be, like, a staple service of, of, like, things in civilized society that people can pick up trash and everything? How is it that this whole system is broken down? You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. I really wish. I really wish that there was an answer for that. But it just seems like out here, again, it's so weird because, like I said, I come from Connecticut. In Connecticut, we would have terrible, icy, sleet, snow winter terrible like polar ice cap level winter then the summer would come and it would be insanely hot and humid over the top 100 degrees plus 100 humidity sweating your balls off i asphalt is fucking steaming and shit like we would have the absolute worst of everything in connecticut and the state never shut down everything was always running we had people coming, doing every job. Everything was open. No one, all of a sudden, the state didn't fucking freeze. There wasn't one highway that delivered everything to the whole fucking state. So that if there's a little bit of snow, oh, the highway's closed for a week. No one in the, in the whole state has anything now because we couldn't drive through this bottleneck here. It's like, Jesus fucking, use your heads. No, don't have one bottleneck area to deliver everything in the state. No, don't have it so that there's no backup plan for anything. Like, what the fuck is the government moving? Or what doing, I should say. It just drives me nuts. And it's funny is, I like the weather out here and everything. I like the fact that, um, what I like about Washington State is that since I moved here, everything I need is within e easy and quick distance, okay? If I need to go to a grocery store, if I need to go to an electronic store, if I need to get something for the house, like if I need to go to like a hardware store, home like Lowe's or a Home Depot, um, furniture, doctors, tons of doctors and stuff out here within driving distance, um... And literally any kind of a, of a business, any kind of a thing you need is within close proximity. When I lived in Connecticut, that was not the case. I, a lot of cases, I had to drive, drive, drive to get to anything useful. And here it's very different. Um, and I like that. I, I also like that out here, it's le way less crowded. Where I came from on the East Coast was incredibly crowded. Uh, it was like ridiculous amounts of people crammed together in small areas. And I, what do they call it? I don't know what they call it like. There's a word for it, but basically, because the population is less, it's still it's still heavily populated, but there's definitely way less people out here. Okay, it hasn't become insanely crowded, so it doesn't feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Like in Connecticut, to go anywhere, you gotta sit in bumper to bumper fucking traffic on every fucking road to drive anywhere in Connecticut. It's that bad. Here, it's nothing like that. There's no major congestion or issues with traffic or nothing like that. Quite frankly, and I really like that about the state. But what it seems to me, okay. Because those things, because there's moderate weather most of the time, because there's less people out here and it's not as crowded. You see what I'm saying? Because they don't have the problems that a lot of other places have, they kind of became soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're not faced with that adversity, like everyone else gets faced with, then you don't know how to handle it when the simplest little thing happens. Really. And I've noticed this with the people out here. I've noticed this with, with the way that they, they act they acted businesses and jobs, the way that things get enforced. Like, really, it just seems like if you don't have the bad thing happen to you, then you don't know what to do when something bad happens. You've never been faced with that 
level of challenge in your life. So you've had the easy life and now you just kind of like everything falls apart and you freak out when something bad goes wrong, right? So it's just to me, it's kind of like, man, it's someone just says, well, they're called Democrats. But the thing is, in Connecticut, it's mostly a Democratic state too. It's not. It has nothing to do with political affiliation. It actually, it's a cultural mentality. Remember when I told you guys when I moved out here eight years ago, I said, man, everyone out here is laid back. It's a little different than where I came from. When I came from, everyone was all tense, hustle and bustle, rush around, get shit done, no nonsense attitude. Here it's kind of like, man, things are nicer out here, man. So everyone just chill and relax and everyone just be cool and everything. That's It feels different. It really literally feels very different. And at first it was, it was like nice to have that different kind of mentality. But I think just like anything in life, there's a good and a bad. And the bad is, like I said, now here we are. We're in a situation where coronavirus hit. Everything is fucked up, okay? Now, that's worldwide. But on top of coronavirus, in the last year, we had the record high temperatures and now record low temperatures with snow. Obviously, global warming is real. We've got supply chain issues that are happening that are screwing everything up. And what happens is just, it just becomes so apparent of those who have felt the hardship and those who haven't. It's just, it's it baffles me. Like, when the two inches of snow hit the ground and the people out there freaking out, like it's like it's snowmageddon, right? And a flip side of that, too, is when you get insanely insane heat, too, and they can't handle it. Now, it, I mean, we had the hottest temperatures ever recorded here, 110 degrees, excuse me, 111 degrees Fahrenheit last summer. So it was global warming, and no one was ready for that. But what's funny to me is like the homes out here, the house I live in was built to retain heat. When they designed all the homes out here in Washington, they never thought it would be hot because historically it hadn't been. They never prepared for anything to be hot. So these homes don't have air conditioning or central air at all. And they retain heat. <laughs> so in the winter, now the house is nice. Now it's it's cool, you know, it's cooler. Oh, it's easy to retain. The sun beats on my office wall. This office heats up nicely, and it's a nice thing. But fuck, man, when it goes to the spring and, and, and summer and it's hot, it's like like I'm baking in here. And there's nothing that can be done besides me buying a bunch of portable air conditioners and pumping the house full of portable air conditioner air. There's just no solution besides ripping the whole house apart and redesigning all the air ducts and everything in it so that central air could be installed, which would be when I first moved here, I had someone look at it and they said that would be about probably between ten dollars to $20,000 to do, depending on how the complications and everything. Because just the unit itself, the unit for central air, is a few thousand dollars. But I need to have all my ductwork and the whole house redesigned from the ground up to work with central air because it wasn't designed that way. So, just like anywhere, there's positives and negatives to everything. But it's just become apparent, especially these last few weeks, when you see these things happen, right? Oh, two inches of snow, can't pick up your trash. Oh, now there's a labor dispute, we can't pick up your trash. Wait, what? So what the fuck do I do? Sit, live on a mountain of trash? Like, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> you know? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And now, oh, well, we'll look into it. We'll look into it and try to figure it out. Okay? Oh, okay, good for you. That's not a solution. Looking into it is not an answer. And so it's funny because I'm wondering, should I even bother putting my trash out? Because tomorrow's supposed to be our trash day in the morning. Now, we didn't get told by our trash company that they're not coming, but they didn't come today because of a labor dispute. Did the labor dispute magically resolve itself 
over in the last few hours? Probably not. So they're probably not coming tomorrow. So then what the fuck do I do? Do I put out the trash or not? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's what's going on here behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I didn't get to really talk about yesterday and everything because we had so many game news stories to talk about yesterday. Um, that there just wasn't really time to talk about the other stuff. But now we got to talk a little bit about the other stuff, which is silly, but what can you do? That's life, and that's what we're handling out here. Um, so... Just gotta keep blocking some idiots here on the stream. Hold on a second, everybody. I think that got rid of that one. Yes, good. <laughs> okay. Took care of another one. Um, the only gaming news really going on today uh is Stalker 2. The game that is the direct sequel for that game, Stalker, from like over ten years ago. It's a game that you guys actually once asked me to play. I believe it was like two or three years ago during the Halloween Marathon. And I played it, and I thought it was terrible. Now, keep in mind that the game is older. So I played it, and I was like, man, it just seems like the controls are terrible. It's very hard to aim and hit anything. Everything seems like a, a damage sponge. It wasn't very fun to play nor entertaining. I played it for, like, maybe 45 minutes. I hated it. And what's funny is you guys were kind of, like, trying to torture me and asking me to go back and play it more and more. And I kept telling you guys, no, like, I really hated it. I have no desire to go back to that game. I just don't think it's a very good game. Maybe people, you know, 10, 15 years ago thought it was a good game. But I just don't like it, okay? Um, so that being said, uh, the sequel was supposed to come out um, this, this year early. Like, wasn't it supposed to come out, I want to say, like, March or April? It was supposed to come out on the earlier side of this year. And officially now it's been delayed till December, early December 2022. They're saying that they need more time to polish it and they need more time to work on it. They don't feel like it's ready to be released yet, so they would much rather delay it and have it be a better game than have it released earlier and kind of feel unfinished and unpolished. And I support that wholeheartedly. Let's be honest. Next month, we've got so many new games that are going to be coming out, and these aren't like quick games. These are lengthy, challenging-ass games that are going to take a while to beat, especially if you're interested in more than one of them. Um likely people will still be playing these games like Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring and games like that still for the month or two. So, likely, you know, Stalker 2 might get negatively affected by that if it did release around that time frame, that time window. So, pushing it to December might be a, a wise choice. At the very same time, we actually don't know what's going to be coming out later this year almost at all. Like, we almost have no idea and I think that in the next few months, we're going to start having special events from Sony and Microsoft and things like that that will start to outline the release schedule for the rest of the year where we'll get a better idea of what to expect moving forward in 2022. Because right now, we really don't have a clear-cut picture of anything in the second half of the year, right? So maybe it makes sense to delay it till December and have it something that people can look forward to. I think that they actually made uh, the right decision there if they felt it wasn't going to be ready and maybe they just felt... Getting it out of that insane, you know, late winter, early spring release window time frame was the better thing to do to the, for the game regardless because it might get lost in the shuffle with all those other games, right? Okay. Guys, give me one second. 
And then we're going to get to the shout-outs segment of the pre-stream podcast. I'll be right back. I'm going to go right here and punch a zombie right in the face. <laughs> ah. again you can't decide what you want to do tonight buddy <laughs> jasper has been in and out of here like three times he has he's been in and out of here like three times during during the pre-stream podcast and he's just he's thrown for a loop he first of all he's not used to be streaming exactly this time he's not used to be doing a podcast at this time he's really he's thrown off okay uh, all right it's time for shout outs my friends so first of all let's take a look at the youtube side of things now, by the way, a few things. Let me reiterate, because some of you were not here for the beginning of the stream, okay? I did not have a stream earlier today. Uh, it was not planned that I wouldn't have it, obviously. And I know that you guys depend on me to be here every day. I'm one of the more consistent content creators out there. It's very odd for me not to be here. I apologize that I was not. I cannot fully tell you the reasoning, because sadly, whenever I reveal a lot of personal information these days on the internet, people tend to twist it in a way that, that hurts me or they try to hurt me with that information. So, I'm not going to tell you what happened. It's personal. But, I'll tell you what it's not. I didn't have an ear infection. Jasper didn't get sick or anything like that. My wife is okay. And I did not get arrested. None of those things happened. Okay? So, just so you know, it's nothing super serious or anything like that. It was just a very annoying thing where I couldn't be here earlier today. Alright? Now, I wasn't here today earlier today for my earlier stream. Yesterday was my day back from break, but it was a weird day to be back because usually I wouldn't be back on a Tuesday. This is a week where my schedule got thrown off. And because of that, um, yesterday seemed to be a day when the attendance was a little off and contributions were a little bit on the lower side. It wasn't a terrible day or anything like that. I don't want to try to spin it in something that it wasn't. It was still a pretty decent day. But it's definitely for, for this year, ever since 2022 has started, I noticed kind of a rallying of views and support and people liking the streams and liking the videos and leaving comments and even the support on the streams and videos has been great. And I noticed yesterday it kind of slowed down a little bit and that was a little disheartening. So I was hoping today, oh man, let's rally this. Let's get this going. And then I'm not here for the earlier stream today, <laughs> right? Great. So what I would say is, if you like my content and you want to help out, if you're watching this stream live right now and you're having a good time, please like the stream, okay? If you're watching this on demand on YouTube and you want to help out, please like the video. Please leave a comment on the video, all right? If you're here and you can help via crowdfunding because this is how I make my living, please contribute, whether it's becoming a channel member, super chat, super sticker, or a tip. As you know, we actually have reward tiers for tips. At $50 raised, we've got Gunner Glasses in effect. At $50, you get to pick a hat for me to wear, and all the hats are eligible tonight. At $150, it's a vest. Okay, so all this cool stuff. And I hope that at least we can hit some of this stuff tonight. If not, it's like two two kind of bad days, which would suck because I've had such great momentum so far this year. So if you could, please contribute and thank you in advance. All right, now let's get to shout outs. The Recluse was the first super chatter of the day. He says, would you ever do a bad games marathon? Well, I didn't do a bad games marathon. What I did in the past was called a rageathon, meaning games that are basically so annoying and or challenging for various reasons that they actually are rage inducing 
some of the games admittedly i think were quite bad but others not like for example super meat boy that game is not bad at all it's actually really well designed but my god that game drives you nuts and makes you rage right so i've done that before i don't think i've ever done a actual intentionally bad games marathon no i don't think i've ever done anything like that there have been games that people have picked. Actually, I take that back. Wasn't there a, a time one summer, like three years ago, where I did do something like that? And d didn't I play Ride to Hell Retribution and Godfist and shit like that? I think I did. I think we actually did do an event like that once. There you go. Anyway. Would, would I do it in the future again? Maybe. If it's something that we talked about and you determined how we do it properly, then yeah, maybe I would do it. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil 5 HD became a channel member. Thank you very much, Resident Evil 5 HD, for the support. Um, friendly Neighborhood Woke NPC did a super chat and says, you think you're going to beat Horizon before Elden? Um, it's a good question. If, if February had been a slower month, or if February had not had so many releases, and what I mean by that is, let's say that in February... Um, let's say that in February there was only Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring, right? Then maybe, yeah, maybe I would have been able to say, yes, I'll beat, I'll beat Horizon before Elden Ring. But we've got, just give you some perspective, Sifu, Dying Light 2, Horizon Forbidden West, King of Fighters 15, and Elden Ring, and I think that's within three to three and a half weeks. <laughs> okay so yeah yeah crazy and i guess like a lot of those games will be dying light 2 is 500 hours long okay no it's not they lie no it's not 500 hours long it's only 20 hours long to beat the story it's 80 hours long if you 100 percent the game so but yeah it's definitely an open world experience with a lot of content in it horizon will be a game that's an open world experience with a lot of content in it king of fighters is a game that has literally endless content You've got, like, a cast of 30 players to try to learn and, and, and master. Plus, you're going to have offline modes, online modes. It's going to be a crazy amount of stuff to do. And then we got Elden Ring at the end of the month. It's going to be insane. Really, it's going to be insane. Um, It's going to be a tough one. But what I would say is the good news is I don't think there's anything really coming out in March. So a lot of these playthroughs will spill over into the next month. And we'll be able to continue on with them and not have to worry about, oh, now the stuff in March is getting screwed up too. You know what I'm saying? So, in reality, do I actually think I'm going to beat Horizon Forbidden West before Elden Ring? My answer is probably no. I don't think I will. So, Aqua Deer did a super chat and says, I dropped a really good log and a big uh, a poop emoji. Very nice. Thank you for sharing us about your Lincoln Log deposit in your circular file, if you know what I'm talking about. MC2 Tech Reviews became a member for four months in a row and says, hello, thank you MC2 Tech Reviews for the ongoing support. I really appreciate that. Uh, Kim Jong-un did a $2 super chat. It says, do a Peppa Pig gameplay do for bad games. Peppa Pig is a bad game. Have you played it? What's so bad about Peppa Pig? I don't think there's anything wrong with Peppa Pig. Kevin Bernstein did a super chat. It says, wish you a special day, Derek. I hope you have a great day. Yes, if Derek is indeed here, and I think he actually is really here now, because there were a bunch of imposter Dereks that I banned previously. Um, happy birthday, Derek. It's good to see you. I hope you had a good day. I know I wasn't here earlier today, and I don't know if you were planning on showing up then or not. I almost said Derek. It's Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, for the super chat, and happy birthday to Derek. 
Okay. Um. Okay, now we can switch over to tips. We start off today with a $10 tip from Jack White. Thank you very much, Jack White, for the $10 tip. Let's get that up on the leaderboard. Awesome. Now, one thing I was curious on checking on, I don't think that this would have happened, but I just want to check on it anyway. Okay, you know, because as you guys know, we do have um, some people who behind the scenes, they come by every day, and they uh, sometimes will do a tip that does not show up in the queue or on the stream. Uh, I know some people say, one minute man, one minute man, yes, but no, nothing from one minute man today, likely, probably showed up for the stream earlier, the stream wasn't there, right, and they were like, oh, <clears throat> not here today, so, no, there was no behind the scenes tips today or anything like that, okay, um, so thank you, Jack White, for the first tip of the day, $10. Jasper Kitty tipped a dollar fifty. So I know you care for me as I'm part of the family. Can you stop talking negatively about me on stream? If I do something bad like eating some of your food, I appreciate it if you talk to me about it off stream. No, absolutely not. I, as you know, I'm a horrible person and I just talk about all private things on stream without actually checking with people. And that's why everyone hates me. There you go. Very nice. Uh, continuing on. Uh, CM Fool is here tonight. Tip me $4.20. Said DSP, uh, Stalker 2 got delayed to December 6th, but the silver lining is, you'll have time to play Stalker 1. Mwahahahahahaha. CM Fool is evil. An evil person. He actually is one of the people who wanted me to play Stalker 1. And I played it and I hated it. So, uh, Penis Parker just tipped me $1.50 and says, in terms of production, what upgrades do you hope to get this year? I mean, if you take a look at everything that I'm working with now, Okay. The improvements that I, that I got in the last year are as follows. Okay. New laptop. This laptop is beautiful. Smooth. Runs well. Not haven't had a single problem with it yet because it's brand new. Does everything I needed to do. Two thumbs up there. The chair. Even though it squeaks, outside of that little bit of squeakiness, the chair is great. It's super comfy. It gives me the support that I need. I never had support in a chair like this before, when I sit here and I play games of extended length, I don't feel tired, I don't feel sore, the chair is great, okay, um, my microphone still works beautifully, which is weird, because I've been using this microphone every day for a very long time, and the microphone works great, so no complaints there, the office itself, we've kind of improved with decorations and everything, the soundproofing phone I put up years ago is still working, so what I would say is, when you look at all of that, it's all good, I now have an Xbox Series X and a PS5, so console-wise, I'm set, right? I'm good to go. I have a Switch. You know, I'm good to go for all the stuff coming up. So when, then you look at, well, what's left? Well, definitely the visual quality of this camera leaves something to be desired. This camera is over a decade old. Yes, it does 1080p. Yeah, it's actually, if you can believe it, this camera is supposed to be running at 60 frames per second, and it doesn't. What happened is when this, this camera came with proprietary software that it, it ran at 60 frames in, but that software wasn't compatible with anything. Like, the software didn't work with any capture software or anything. It's, it's really stupid. Like, you sell me a product, but the only way I can get the full quality of the product is to use your proprietary software that's not compatible with anything I want to use. Yeah. So I remember when I first got this camera, it had a program where you could actually... Uh, you could actually record, like, videos with it. 
and then you could use that video in something else at 60 frames, but you couldn't use the camera live at 60 frames in another program, which is really weird. So the camera works, but obviously it's a small lens. It leaves a lot to be desired. What people have expressed over the years is people usually who do this for a living don't use webcams like this anymore. What they do is they actually buy a higher-end camcorder and or digital camera that has the capability of live streaming as a video source into your PC. And they get one with a nice big lens, and they also have this, this different lighting. Like, I guess what they call it ring lighting or whatever. You can put it up, and it kind of highlights your body or your face or whatever. Um, so that's basically what uh, what people are doing these days. They've dramatically improved um, what you can do with the whole camera setups and everything on streaming. So would I seek to do something like that? Yes. However, there's a big however here. With what I'm doing right now, okay, my current setup, I am currently pretty much almost maxing out the capabilities of my PC. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times when I'm actually playing um, a game and it's you know, a lot of frames of animation or whatever and everything going on, uh, then what happens is the frame rate chops up and my CPU almost maxes out to the point where like I can't even keep the video smooth now. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> So, with that being said, how if I can't keep it smooth now, right? How am I supposed to upgrade my setup to work with a better camera that likely is going to take up even more memory and all of that? You see? And the answer is, I'm not. There's no way I'm going to be able to pull that off. So, definitely at some point this year, when we get to a point where it looks like there's going to be an extended amount of dead time, and what I mean by that is there will not be a slew of new releases coming out. Maybe there'll be like a month where it would be okay to be experimenting with a new setup and new stuff. I would like to actively try to upgrade my PC. In fact, I already had offers last year. Last year, during the late summer, people were so generous. They donated this laptop, this chair, the game console, and I had other people reaching out to me saying, we'd like to help you build your own PC, whether you, you know, we find and buy components and send them to you, or maybe we can get a pre-built, but we help you pick out the components so you make sure you get a good one this time around, and it's something that's going to have longevity or whatever. And by the way, when I say all of this, I want to clarify something. This would not be a gaming PC. I am not looking to become a PC gamer. At this point in my life, I don't think I'm ever going to be a PC gamer again. At one point, I was. I had a dual PC setup where I had a LAN connected, and I was playing games like Unreal Tournament 2 and shit like that, and that was a long time ago. I don't think I'm a PC-style gamer. I have both current-gen consoles. I don't see why I need to be playing games on PC because it just overcomplicates the situation. Trust me when I say I know from experience myself as well as, as other content creators that when you put the PC into the equation... For gaming, you're just creating a whole new situation of complication and annoyance, right? Right now, on any given day, I could turn on my stream, turn on a console, and play a game within seconds. We're good to go, right? PC is not that easy. I turn it on. Oh, look, there's a graphical issue. Oh, look, the game's crashing. Oh, this is a, Oh, it's a new game. Now we got to tweak the fucking graphical setups. We got to do this. We got to do that. Oh, no, now the frame rate is dipping on the stream because I'm using the same PC to play the game as I'm recording and streaming. So now I got to try to tweak this setting and tweak that. Fuck all that. No, really, and I mean it. Fuck all that. It's too fucking expensive. It is. It's too fucking expensive. It's it, You put so much t money and effort 
into a gaming PC, and then the shit doesn't fucking work easily. As like, fuck this. It's too much time. It's too much stress. It's too much money. It's too much fucking investment to get something that's not consistent. I've been there. I've done that. I don't want to fuck around with a gaming PC. All I would want is a PC that can be set up to capture and stream very well so I could do full 1080p 60 frames without frame drops, without, you know, pixelizing of the graphics, all right? And have an improved webcam capture setup so whether it's a camcorder or digital camera with better lighting so that now I look better for the podcast and, you know, these kind of videos. And if I want to do green screen in the future, I can because right now, just to show you, look, I have room here where I could put a green screen if I felt like it behind me. This is all room that I could put it up. I just never had real capability of doing it. Now, this year, maybe I would. But the thing is, I got to find a time of the year when it's not going to fuck everything up as things go wrong. So if I get a new PC, a new setup, and I try to use it and shit's not working right away, or it looks bad for a week, okay, I'm only playing crappy downtime games or whatever. It's not a big deal. I can't do it in February when we got five or six of the biggest games of the year all coming out, and now people are dying to see me stream and play every day, and everything's falling apart and looking like shit. You see what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> James says, and then on top of that, a decent graphics card costs four times more than a PS5 now because of the miners. You're absolutely right. For what I'm going to understand, if I wanted to get a high-end gaming PC, it would be nearly impossible or insanely expensive. So why bother with that? Instead, why not get a PC that's just set up to be my capturing, streaming beast of a PC and it consistently works? That's what I think I want to do in this, this year, if I can, okay? Jasper Kitty tipped another $2 and says, Can you, you or Cat let me have another chance at wet food? Maybe not fancy feast, but perhaps Purina? Sometimes I get treated like a child or a kitty. I'm older now and I feel like I should have some input on what I eat. Actually, see, it's funny because people all speculate. We do. We actually recently went and got him a wet, a wet food alternative just to see if he would eat it and he won't eat it. What he does, if we get him any kind of wet food, here's what Jasper does. He sniffs it. Oh, it smells good. He licks all the liquid off of it. So let's say it's a you know chunks of of food in in a in a gravy or whatever. He licks every bit of the liquid off of it, and then he walks away, <laughs> and he won't eat it. The only solid food he'll eat is his dry food. He really likes. Even if we get him another kind of dry food, he's very picky and usually won't want to eat it unless he's forced to because he's so hungry. He's very picky. He has what dry food he likes. That's what he eats. And if we get him a liquid food, he'll only lick the liquid off or excuse me if we get him a wet food he'll only lick the liquid off of it he will not eat the chunks of solid food in it we try trust me we try we don't give up every once in a while we're like man there's so much stuff out there maybe he'll try something new and different and he'll like it and that's how he is he's a very picky eater so uh cm fool is to me four dollars twenty cents says but dsp how you play starker if you don't have a pc starker that <laughs> How will you play Tony Starker Simulator? Wow. Anyway, I think he's talking about Stalker. Uh, no, I wasn't interested in playing Stalker on PC anyway. I was only going to play it... Uh, I was only going to play it uh, if it was on console regardless. So... <laughs> okay. Alright, ladies and gents... Well, it looks like that is it for the contributions. I think we have gotten through them all. All right. And another very quick reminder. 
If you're liking the content, you like the fact that I still did the podcast today, even though I was super late, please give this stream a like. I appreciate that. If you're watching this on demand on YouTube, please consider giving it a like, leaving, uh, leaving a comment. Okay. And we're going to get into gameplay. What I'm going to do is actually, I think, take a leak quick. And then we're going to jump into Halo and play Halo for a little. Oh, actually, we're going to go late tonight. Or oh, not go late, but we're going to play later. Meaning, usually I'd only do about two hours. But I have the capability now because we're starting earlier to go longer. Maybe do two and a half to three hours, depending. Trying to make up for not being here earlier today. I hope you guys... I know some of you are just here for the podcast. If you want to see some fun multiplayer, stick around. I don't blame you if some of you take off because you're only here for the podcast. You weren't interested in, in Halo multiplayer. But it's a good time. You're going to miss out. I, I'm actually getting better and better at this the more that I play it. To the point now where I'm doing ranked matches and it's competitive and fun and interesting. I actually found out, I didn't even know this, the Mangler is one of the best guns in the game. I didn't know. And then I actually read a whole article about it. That the pro players are complaining about the Mangler. Because the Mangler is a handgun. So it spawns very often. But the Mangler is overpowered. All you need is two shots anywhere on the body and the armor is completely down. And then all you need is one shot to the head or two shots and switch to anything and shoot them and they die. And all the pro players are complaining the Mangler spawns too quickly and is too prominently available to be that powerful. Well, it's funny because other players are actually like, now nah, we actually like the Mangler. And the pro players can basically just kind of fuck off. We don't really care what they're complaining about. Don't change it. <laughs> so, very interesting how attitudes are different depending on your skill level, I guess. Um, but yeah, like so now I think I might actually try the Mangler a little bit more and try to figure out exactly how to make use of it. So... Um, DC is here and he says I'm here with a haiku hope you're feeling good just know I'll support you and make you feel happy thank you DC that was a nice a nice welcome back haiku I really appreciate that that was very nice of you see there's various different ways that you could support the stream and obviously crowdfunding is a big one but there's people who come by and just do nice positive things for the stream that make me feel really good and I appreciate that DC coming by and doing haikus it's really awesome Ah. Okay. So, ladies and gents, that's it for the pre-stream podcast. Thank you for watching. I know it was later than usual. Some people are freaking out. Where was it? Phil is, yes, I am alive very much, and I'm here to play Halo with you tonight. Thank you for chilling with me, and now let's get to the main event.